There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Wednesday. Yep. yep. Good morning. Middle of the week. Uh, Jennifer Lopez has her own cocktail brand. I was As just well, reading she that. Should. I literally just got targeted with that information on my Facebook page. <laughs> yep, she's taking over the world. Maybe I'm supposed to have a drink with J-Lo this morning. Maybe. <laughs> but be careful what you pour it in. Uh-oh. Because evidently, if you've been watching The View, uh-huh. there have been... Uh, Accusations. That's right. <gasps> that they're drunk? No, that... Uh, They've been farting on the air. Oh. A lot. And it may or may not be related to what they're drinking. Mm-hmm. Oh. We'll explain coming up. <laughs> what is happening? That's what happens when you get old, you know, like the, like a lot of those ladies on The View. There's well, a couple you know, of when you're on the metformin, it's just kind of <laughs> lose control over it. just slips right when out it of happens. you, don't it, Jen? I know it did with my grandmother, and she was just mortified every time oh, it yeah. happened. Yeah, hang just out with mortified. someone long enough. When they start <laughs> laughing, and it's like... <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> and if you love the Jonas Brothers, this is the concert you don't want to miss. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Yeah, so if you love the Jonas Brothers, this is the concert you don't want to miss. We'll have the story coming up. And the ladies on The View, farting, we'll discuss. First, let's begin this hour's e-news with Jennifer Lopez. Yep, she's got herself a new cocktail brand. It's called Delola, and there are three varieties. Bella Berry is made with vodka. Paloma Rose has tequila in it. Oh, I like a good Paloma. That's like the grapefruit flavored. Oh, those are delicious. Good stuff. Yeah. And La Orange has an Amaro base. Mm. Is that like Amaretto? Probably. They're not too expensive either. 23 bucks for a 750 milliliter bottle and 13 for a 375. Going to be available later this month. Here's what Jennifer says about it. She says, I'm not a huge alcohol, whatever alcohol drinker. So it needed to be something that was really pleasant tasting. <laughs> I love the idea of creating something a little more healthy, a little bit more to my taste with kind of healthier ingredients and being gluten free. I got to see what this is. Is it just chill and serve or pour over ice or do you need a mixer? I don't know. It sounds like it's it sounds ready like to it go. It sounds like it needs more alcohol already. <laughs> but it's made with vodka, vodka, tequila, and, and amaro. So 
Yeah. And Delola, of course, means from Lola in Spanish, and Lola is one of Jayla's nicknames. So that's where that one comes from. I'm going to have to look this up. I'll yeah. I'll do the research, okay, guys? I'll do it on this one. Yeah, because right. I want to be healthy Lola. when I drink. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> Don't you? Good well, luck. that Bethany Frankel has made tons of money doing skinny girl t- cocktails uh-huh. yeah. or skinny girl wine. Well, they say vodka is the best one if you're going to do it, that that's the I did drink least some of harmful. the um, skinny girl wine, Jeff. And it tastes watered down. Yeah. Is what it, it, it does. Like I bought one of those, you know, the Boda boxes that um, you can get sometimes at Kroger. They're like $9.99 or $12.99. And it was like 70 calories a serving and low sugar. I was like, you know what? I'll buy that every now and then. Somebody wants a little pull of something. And like it's only good for 30 days. And we literally were like, does anybody want some, want some, want some towards the end? Because no one really liked it very well. Yeah, like, why bother? Yeah. I mean, it was really water. It was like grape juice water. Well, J-Lo probably loves it, though. That's why she was drinking it. She's like, what the hell? I could do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Oh, come on, I'm not cashing in on this. Yeah. I'm more famous than Bethany Frankel. <laughs> That's true. That's the truth. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg has been known to get a little gassy on The View from time to time. <laughs> But not every suspicious noise is, I mean, I'm not kidding. She's actually yeah. farted on television. Oh, yeah. It's documented. Yes, it is. Do we have any audio? I don't believe you. Nah, I, <laughs> I bet we could find it. Let me run a search. <laughs> Whoopi. Kohlberg. Fart. Farting. Oh, yeah. I got it. Do you really? Oh, that took me two seconds. Yeah. This happened in 2011. Our identity was really questioned, and I think it... it- as they had uh, Claire Danes, the actress Claire Danes, on as a guest, and uh, they were talking to her. Our identity was really questioned, and I think it, it explores that in a really smart way. Um, well, you know, you, uh, oh, I was going to say... Oh. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> That's just mortifying. Totally. <laughs> yep. And you just hope that if you're the person that does that, that everybody acts like they didn't hear it. Right. You oh, know, God, no. she called herself but out. But the whole for it. audience started giggling. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was fun. Play it again. It almost sounds like they have a butt mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. It well, really picked it up. And and I'm not trying to be cute with this pun, but it sounds more like a whoopee cushion than it, it sounds like an actual fun. Our identity was really questioned, and I think it, it explores that in a really smart way. Um, well, you know, you, uh, oh, I was going to say, oh. yeah, you got it. <laughs> so she and had the, two back to back because there was a little, little one, one and then, and then, a, then that one. Well, and it sounds like she was pushing it out. That's the thing. Oh, you think? You know, well, with a sound, with a noise like that. A smart way. Well, you know, I was going to say, yeah, you got it. Oh, excuse me. I'm so differential. I just blew a little frog out of there. You can see her uh, lifting her nightmare. booty up on one side of the chair. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like. Like so every time <gasps> so every time you hear a noise that remotely resembles a fart, everybody looks at Whoopi. Sure. And well, she's got her history. But the thing is, not every suspicious noise is necessarily a butt biscuit. Because sometimes the ladies' coffee mugs make this rumbling sound when they slide across the table that that simulates flatulence. That's what it sounds like. Uh, And I don't know what the material of the coffee cups are versus, like, you know, the table itself, if it's made of glass or something else. But 
Whoopi even revealed during a show, she said, we get blamed for dropping glass when, in fact, it's a cup. So the prop master found a solution and provided them with coasters. That's smart. So now if it sounds like a fart. It's on you. It's probably Whoopi. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good to know. Or could it be the chair? You know, we had leather chairs or simulated leather or pleather or whatever you call uh-huh. it. And, you know, if you would shift in the chair, it, it would, would sometimes simulate a, a, a toot. toot. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, just probably take a quick break on that. And, uh, we'll be back. We got more coming up. Yeah, the Jonas Brothers show you don't want to miss. Straight ahead. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The next 23 minutes and 14 seconds of this program are being brought to you by... <laughs> a proud sponsor of... <laughs> for over 10 years running. <laughs> Jeff. What? It caught me off guard. I Stop sliding those out of here, buddy. Almost spewed oh, coffee stop everywhere. It. Oh, my God. I think it was Tim. <laughs> it sounded like you. Tim is at least nice enough to warn you, don't go in there, I just dropped one. You know, that has <laughs> happened three that. times in the last month to some of the most quiet, respectable women in this building. <laughs> one of them even said last week, I said, don't go in there. She goes, really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Go the other way. Oh, to the potty? Yeah. yeah. Just, and she just like mortified. Other coworkers will warn you too. Like, I just put it up in there. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to go to the potty. <laughs> Is this the world? Gentlemen, that was a fart. Oh, God. What do you want us to do? They recommend all this fiber and probiotics. Yeah. Trying to get a healthy gut and clear yourself yeah. out. What do you expect to happen? That's right. Dude, they they used to provide us with poo-pourri, but that... Well, it got too expensive because there's a bunch of poopy people around here. And we were going through too much of it. Is that what happened? Yep. And that stuff's like $14 a bottle. Now we just give it a nice Lysol spray. <laughs> That's why I use... Fritch away. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. Handy air freshener with Jennifer Fritch on it. Flipping the bird. Flipping the bird, yeah. <laughs> it is literally an air freshener that you could hang in your car on your little rear How view mirror. How long have you been carrying that around with you now? Years now. Oh, oh it's, a, it's treasured a decade. item. It's I the, mean, it's yeah. probably at least, oh, because I think I got that picture taken when my kid was like eh, one or a little after one. And I gave it to you for Christmas, I think, or maybe Father's Day. I think it is. <laughs> it's the freshest smelling briefcase in the studio. It sure yeah. is. I mean, you can personalize your own air fresheners. And I, still, I still have the little packaging that it came in. Oh, yeah, to keep it fresh? <laughs> this is fresh linen. This is the fresh linen variety. Who doesn't love a good smell of a freshly Yeah, and it's still, it has still a little, it's holding uh, its scent, scent well. It. It High does. quality product. Yeah, so what did I, you two do with yours? Put that on the mic. You don't even know, do I you? I don't. See? 
Jen was probably yep. like, this is giving me a headache. Like <laughs> usual. It smells too chemically. <laughs> I don't like it. It's giving me a headache with her oh, fresh linen I can't again. Take it. Fritch away <laughs> fresh linen. Now available. Oh. Got a Bucky's near you. That's funny. Oh, man. Bucky's. Wow. All right. So the Jonas Brothers have a concert, Yankee Stadium, Saturday, August 12th. And they're going to play five of their studio albums during this one show. Really? Like, like every song off every album? Every song. Jonas Brothers from 2007, a little bit longer from 08. Lines, Vines, and Trying Times, 09. Happiness Begins in 2019. And their upcoming album, which is just called The Album. Hmm. So I guess the one they're leaving out is It's About Time. What? So I don't know what songs are on that one. It's my favorite album. Jonas Brothers recently did a residency on Broadway where they played each album on consecutive nights, and fans who previously registered for tickets for those to those shows will have first crack at Yankee Stadium tickets. They go on sale to the general public next Friday the 14th. Oh. How fun is I that? Know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you it's, think about it. Yes. That's like 60 songs. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're a big fan, I mean, I remember, like, when I would go to all those Kenny Chesney concerts, and he would play pretty much the sh- same show every night but every now and then he would throw in like a very random rogue track and i'd yeah. be like oh this is my favorite song you know you want to hear some of that stuff yeah so what are those ticket prices going to be <laughs> don't know mm. i don't have a i don't got a dollar amount on that it's going to be a little expensive it's going to be a little bit much like what would you guess based on what we've seen i'd say lately. 500 bucks if not more for so resale 500 dollars yeah. divided by 60 songs you're paying Eight dollars and thirty three cents a song. A song, yeah. That's I bet a, that's another way to look at it. Don't you think probably face value will be about one twenty? Sounds about right. At Fenway, Yankee or Yankee? I don't think so. I don't know. Let's think, see. Well, I bet they'll be tiered yeah. big time. I bet the crappy seats will probably be one twenty. I'm trying to remember what we paid for Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. I know the tickets that were really close to the stage because we had access to presale. Let's I want to say those were 400, 400 some, close to the stage. But the further away you got, I think the cheapest tickets were in the low 100s. Well, if the Jonas Brothers aren't your cup of tea, Super Bowl champion Travis Kelsey is hosting his own music festival called Kelsey Jam in Kansas City during the NFL draft on April 28th. Uh, there will be performances from Machine Gun Kelly, Rick Ross, Loud Luxury, and Tech Nine plus food from Kansas City restaurants and custom cocktails, maybe Jennifer Lopez cocktails. I don't wow. know. <laughs> uh, Travis said, "You know, I talk a lot about fighting for your right to party, and I've been saying that for a while now. And I think this is the perfect time. I wanted to be able to give something to Kansas City because of how much they support us. And on top of that, just throw a banger for the 2022 season. I would go to that. He really likes to have a good time. Oh yeah." Sounds like fun. He'll be a mess. Yes, he will. Yeah. There'll be lots of natty light. <laughs> I can feel it Happening. already. Funny. So have you ever watched a movie and thought, you know, they really should have put a trigger warning on here? Stuff I would have me. appreciated a heads up. I would have appreciated a heads up that the dog is going to die. Oh, for sure. Because if I knew that was going to happen, I'm out. I wouldn't have That's watched did, that. You know, I, I heard about the, the whale hunting in the new Avatar movie. And that, for me, was like, okay, I'm out. I can't watch it. 
So here are some suggestions for trigger trigger warnings on movies. Okay. Like you will never be able to afford the beautiful home. In the holiday, it's complicated or something's got to give. That's true. Yes. This, this cruel film depicts an unrealistic number of days off. Dirty dancing. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Seriously. Did, what are they? The, the, the doctor took like a whole summer. It was a whole summer. It was three months. Yeah. Right. They checked in. They were like, all right, we're here through Labor Day. And it's like, it's, it's so cold here. Right. That was a different economy then. <laughs> yeah. Plus, what if that was your doctor that was on vacation for, for three, three months? months? Right. <laughs> God. Jar Jar Binks may enrage you. Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Tom Hanks does this weird thing with his voice in Elvis. Ruined it for Jen. Yes, I was so distracted by him. <laughs> I thought he did an amazing Colonel Same. Parker. Uh, I thought he was incredible during that role. Well, yeah. it was good acting. Just it doesn't disturbing. Even, yes. The human. Like, I would have never been able to be around the real guy. Oh, no, oh, no. God, you know? sure. Tom I, that, Hanks did his well, job. Like, how did they all fall for that? Well, right? and the fact that you really didn't know it was him, Jeff, he 100% did his job. Because right. I never would have said that was Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Marley and me, the dog death. You're about to commit six years of your life to a show with a horrible ending. Lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fridge. Hello. <laughs> I just I started Manifest, feel. by the way, and I'm already getting lost vibes. Uh-huh. Oh, are you? Yeah, see, I remember Jeff being like, I would come to work on Thursday morning because it was on Wednesday night, and I would be so enraged. He would be like, just stop watching. I, I can't. Yeah. It's been four years. I yeah. got to see this through. Yeah. And then when it ended, there was, well, what? why is there a polar bear there? Why? What is this? There were no answers. No answers. Just don't watch it if you haven't started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can you think of any others? I mean, wh- what do they have for, like, Yellowstone? They just kind of say violence. <laughs> they give you I, the little. Well, my only thing is, yeah, I... I don't know. The older I get, for some reason, the more affected I am by seeing someone suffer. Yeah. Even if they're a bad guy. I just, I, I don't really take a whole lot of pleasure in it. Mm-hmm. So that's not a show I would recommend watching before bed. Yeah. Because there are said, scenes that occasionally oh, yeah. depict some real. Disturbing. Yeah. Things. Disturbing also, suffering. I think Yellowstone should say something like, there is a lot of fighting personal fighting because it's not necessarily just like psychological warfare it's not necessarily just violent things happen it's like they're all kicking each other's asses all the time and saying awful things and i can't i'm like and they shoot a lot of horses and i don't like that yeah but some of them are dying i mean if you're unaffected by that and are able to separate that from reality and realize that it's fiction and go to bed and have a peaceful night's sleep have at it. <laughs> yeah, somebody listed White Lotus on the trigger warning list because the characters only eat in the hotel restaurant. Yeah. But it is a resort. So you would so think that the menu would be probably quite varied. It's never bothered me. Yeah. And they usually have more than one restaurant in the resort, so you have choices. Yeah. You know, there's the place that sort of specializes in breakfast and brunch. Yeah. And then you got the thing that's more of a cocktail bar, and then you have, like, your finer dining restaurant, usually. Oh, yeah. We just hit the, the they had a little, kind of like a beach bar uh, restaurant at the resort we just stayed at on St. Pete Beach, and the cheeseburger will cost you $23. <laughs> A $23 cheeseburger. Yeah, Kristen was asking me. She said, was yeah. Jen down there when we were down there? I said, I don't think we were there the same exact day. exact same days, but close. But I stayed at a place about five minutes up the road from where you stayed. Uh-huh. 
And she said, well, where did she stay? And I told her, and she said, what did she think? And I'm like, well, they charge $23 for hamburgers. So. <laughs> I did ask. I did have the gluten-free bun, so maybe that was, was extra. Was it wag- oh, that wag- up the price? Maybe that's why you paid so much. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, a couple things. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have a wedding special coming to Hulu. It's called Till Death Do Us Part, Courtney and Travis. Check out the trailer. This is our personal archive footage that we are sharing with the world. Can you believe we got married three times? I know. It's like choosing a child. I can't pick the best one. Vegas was like our wild rock star wedding. Yeah. Santa Barbara was like as traditional as like everybody else's wedding could have been. I know. And then Italy was just really romantic and classic. I was nervous and I knew I'm not going to be able to say my vows without crying. There's really no love story like you guys. Our wedding felt like time didn't exist and it just felt perfect. Can't wait. I'm sorry. I didn't issue a trigger warning. <laughs> yeah, 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 for real. Sorry. I just took one look at yeah, Tim's probably face. Shut and- up. <laughs> and then check out the new trailer for uh, the new Barbie movie with Margot <gasps> Robbie. Oh, this morning. And yeah. Ryan Gosling as Ken. Uh, it appears other guys want to kick Ken off the beach. Hi, funny. Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Ugh. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. I thought I might stay over tonight. Why? Because we're girlfriend boyfriend. To do what? I'm actually not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, looks like this beach was a little too much beach for you, Ken. If I wasn't severely injured, I would beat you off right now, Ken. I'll beat you off with you any day, Ken. Anyone <laughs> wants to beat him off has to beat me off first. I will beat both of you off at the same time. Beat both of us off. Nobody's gonna beat anyone off. <laughs> I'm in. It looks really cute, it and there's so much pink. I mean, I was watching. I put the trailer up <laughs> on the Q and a Two Facebook page, but it is like the entire screen is just pink. pink. Everything. Yeah, it hits theaters July 21st. It's it's written by women and directed by a woman. For what it's worth, but is awesome. it the woman that directed it? Is that Greta uh, woman director who is like known for being? incredible yeah yeah i can't think of her last name greta Ger- gerwig gerwig yeah. something like that yeah she's fantastic and she's a great actress and too. she did ladybird right wasn't she I the one that did, did ladybird and won like a big oscar yep yeah uh will will ferrell makes an appearance in the barbie movie america ferrera john cena kate mckinnon oh boy uh, it's gonna be michael Sarah. i bet it'll be adorable helen mirren oh, makes nice. an appearance wow yeah it's going to be fun. I mean, there's got there's so many stars in it. I think if you go in and you don't take it seriously, you're going to love it. You'll have a blast. Yeah. No question. All right. That's your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Kings Island. They're opening the gates for the 2023 season on Saturday, April 15th. And that's straight ahead next. But first, to check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Hey, Kate. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you this morning? I'm great. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, so I'm here excited. You are. You're excited. Yeah. 
So we want to send you to King's Island. You just got to tell us which one of these headlines is the real one, okay? Okay. All right, is it A? Police were alerted to a fugitive because he had a fake bend-over license plate. Is it B? Cops get into two-mile foot chase with a guy wearing a Run Forest Run t-shirt. Or C? Police on the lookout for elderly man in a Speedo stealing people's hats. I think it's A. You're right. It is A. Good job, Kate. That is it. Yes. This is so obvious. But again, for the criminals in the back, the number one rule of not being caught is don't attract attention to yourself. I mean, come on. You got to fly under the radar, people. Right. Blending. All good criminals know that. 20-year-old man from New Jersey named Justine Miranda was riding his motorcycle in Florida. And he had a hilarious (laughs) fake license plate that said, bend over. (laughs) The problem was Justine was a fugitive who was wanted on a parole violation. And some officer, obviously the vanity plate caught the officer's eye, thought it looked fishy, and went to pull him over. So Justin sped, or Justine sped away from, I'm assuming it's Justine, there's an E at the end. Justine sped away from them, leading them on a brief chase, blowing through red lights, uh, ended up crashing his bike. Oh, no. Sounds like he'll be fine. He's very lucky, but he did need to be hospitalized. Uh, Justine was charged with a felony fleeing count. He could also be looking at trouble in New Jersey, apparently, where he's wanted for that parole violation. So there you go. Um, I know that in Ohio and most likely Florida, too, in most states, I assume, you know, they review, like, if you apply for a certain vanity plate, they they want to know, you know, what the meaning is. Like, they'll ask you, what is this supposed to represent? Because if it looks remotely fishy. <laughs> right. I saw one. I saw one where a-hole, but it was backwards. So... Uh. Yeah, it was That's like funny. three. Yeah. Oh. The A was at the end. It I was can't like, believe you figured that out. I usually struggle sometimes with vanity you plates. You have to say them out like, loud. I'm like, what are you supposed to be saying there? Uh, okay. Yeah. But I always like that article every year, Jeff, that they tell you what the rejected plates mm-hmm. are. Yeah, those are always fun. Yeah, they're really funny. Yeah, I still struggle with your mom's. Oh, Why? Jennifer. Because it starts with an R. No, it doesn't. Oh, it didn't? <laughs> Starts with a J. Oh, it does start with a J. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had it in my head. I had a picture in my head where it was like R and then mm. J. It's always my favorite time. Or oh, are you thinking my dad's truck that has J? Oh, maybe on that's it. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like sitting at the red lights. That's a good way to pass time when you have a vanity plate in front of you and you're like, well, what does this say? <laughs> Sounding it out like phonics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, coming up, some of the day's news that didn't make the news. Is it okay to have a work wife? Yeah. Yeah. Hello. You guys would die without me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're our work wives? (laughs) Jen's not my work wife. Fritch is our work wife. Is that how that works? I I think so. We're in a polyamorous relationship here at the office. 100%. (laughs) Also, want to paint potatoes for Easter. Come spicy SpaghettiOs. Yeah. I figured you guys would be down for that. I awesome. love anything spicy, Jeff. Does that mean they replace the ketchup with uh, Tabasco? Tabasco, or what's the uh, sriracha Chalula. sauce? They've partnered. Yeah. 
I had a little Cholula last night. <laughs> and is it okay to have a work wife? It is Wednesday, the 5th of April, 2023. We are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, egg prices are still high, even though they've come down some. And some families may be thinking twice about wasting several cartons for Easter egg coloring. And now there may be a cheaper alternative. Potatoes. Hmm. Hmm. Potatoes USA is trying to take advantage of the price gouging on eggs by hyping potatoes as a replacement. And supposedly people are actually giving it a shot. Some blogs suggest traditional paint for potatoes instead of dyes and just making it an opportunity to have fun switching things up. Others are using edible paint and water-based food coloring so the potatoes can be dyed and eaten if you're down with that. How beautiful would your mashed potatoes be if, you know, they had a little bit of color to them? I think Penelope would love it. little tie-dye. We've been dyeing eggs for a week at our house yeah. and or using the egg mazing. Do you know what that is? The spinning thing? Yeah, so it's like... Oh, yeah, I have yeah. heard of that. So it's like a little device that either... I think we have the one that looks like a bunny, but you also it can look like an egg, and you put the egg in there, and then they have these edible markers that you, like, color lines on it. I put a video right. up yesterday on the q and 2 Facebook page, but she really enjoys that. Mm. Uh, the funny thing is, for starters, a dozen potatoes might not even be cheaper than a it's carton like of eggs. That's so price, funny, isn't it? Yeah, especially the smooth gold potatoes that are best for color and design sure. cost a little more. And you know, whatever. I'd get the ones that are all lumpy and bumpy and <laughs> yeah, funky shaped. Unless you're coloring on a huge scale, the cost saving is minimal. But it's got extra eyes coming out the top. Yeah, yeah. It also doesn't solve the problem of losing an egg in the house until it rots. A lost potato would have a similar fate. And while the photos of some people's dyed potatoes look good online, the execution will be even trickier than getting eggs to turn out. Yeah. It'll be easier to find, though, I think, you know, because they're bigger. You can't really hide them in all the places like you can little eggs. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're really looking to save money, consider having your kids hunt for good rocks to paint. I mean, we did that anyway. You know, and that's a thing. School. That's a thing anyway, painting rocks and putting nice messages on them and leaving them in places for people to find. We've been to uh, Miami Whitewater multiple times and people will leave a rock there and then on the back they'll put like a Facebook page where you can post a picture of the rock and where you found it. Ah, That's kind of funny. But also some people don't like that, Jen, because I think they say that like over time the paint wears off and it's not that great for the environment. Yeah. Hmm. I think you get both things. Well, an Easter egg hunt apparently devolved into chaos with parents shoving little kids. Not far from here. Yeah, Beaver Creek, Mm -hmm. just outside Dayton. Uh, I guess a mall had a big Easter egg hunt for kids on Sunday, but it uh, kind of deteriorated into chaos after parents got too into it. It was supposed to go down like this. One- and two-year-olds would go first... And have their own section of the mall to search. Mm-hmm. Then three and four year olds would search a different part of the mall with a 60 second head start on all the older kids. Mm-hmm. And adults were not allowed to pick up eggs. Uh-oh. Yeah, right. 
when you're standing over your one-year-old and you're pointing at the egg and they're not picking it up, eventually mom is going to bend over and pick up the egg for the kid. Yeah. And also with a one-year-old, I am totally fine with having one egg. I don't need multiples. Right. Yeah, well, more than 2,000 eggs were hidden around the mall. So there, there were plenty to go around. But as soon as it started, like, everyone just made this mad dash. Well, the question, what's in the eggs? Why, why are they such a hot commodity? Well, is, I, I'm guessing there's more than milk duds in there. Well, Bitcoin. sometimes what they, do, <laughs> what they do is they put, so they have eggs, which are regular eggs, which might have candy inside. But then they also do, like, we have a Lions Club in Ross that does, like, they hide Reese peanut butter cup eggs out into the grass or whatever. And then some of them will have a sticker on the back that you can take and go exchange for, like, Well, a that's toy what I'm saying. I bet they've got something that's that the parents I think is want. 100%. That's what I think mm-hmm. is happening here. I think the mall really, really uh, went crazy on the budget and they bought some Palmer's chocolate. They could have. <laughs> and that was sarcastic. They could have gotten it, Tim. And people went nuts or the for a horribly creams. waxy chocolate candy that tastes uh, like it's from the 80s. Maybe. Well, people got knocked over. Uh, adults were even seen shoving little kids out of the way. Around one in 20 eggs came with a prize of some kind, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, it doesn't sound like anyone was seriously hurt, but some kids left empty-handed without finding any eggs. They just Scarred got shoved or something. Yep. Well, yeah, you know, you yeah. go to have fun, and instead some grown-up shoves you out of the way, and you walk out of there with nothing. Uh, and, you know, you're playing by the rules. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the mall called the adults' behavior unacceptable, said they will not be hosting any more egg hunts in the future, so that's over. Those things are, I mean, you, they are dicey. I remember talking to our program, Patty, uh, programmer Patty Marshall about, maybe we could do an egg hunt, and she was like, she has like a horrible story of how it went very, very wrong for mm-hmm. a radio station, and she's like, never again. No. Because of situations just like this. Yeah, it's yeah. just, I don't know, people just... Can't contain they themselves. They lose their minds. Get into a competitive environment. It doesn't matter what you're competing for. <laughs> you got to win. The, the mall also apologized for how some of the parents treated the 22 people who were helping them out. That included 10 staff members and 12 girls from a local softball team who were mm. just there to help. Yeah. Mm. I'd have been getting in my car. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, honey. I'll go get you a whole bag of that down at the CVS. Down at Kroger. Okay. Is... Work wife, you know, the the term and its intended meaning appropriate. We're going to talk about that here next. I went shopping for jeans a couple days ago. I got to get some Generation X moron who fell off his skateboard one too many times, you know. (laughs) Would you like to try on the easy-fitting jeans? No, bring me the most difficult pair of pants you have. (laughs) Something with 13 leg holes and the zipper welded shut. And he actually talked me into buying those button fly jeans. Yeah, that's what I need after 40 beers, a dexterity test. You know? I'm walking around a nightclub with a big wet ring on my pants. Hi, how are you? I forgot the combination of my slacks. I know they mean well. They're making two bucks an hour. They're folding sweaters for a living. But can you get a little more? I mean, there's always that one sales guy that follows you around the store too closely, you know? I come out of the fitting room, he's right in my face. He goes, how'd you do? (laughs) I got three wrong. (laughs) 
What do you mean, how'd I do? I'm trying on pants. I'm not taking my SATs. What do you mean? I'm not going to come out with a pair of Levi's on my head. I can't work these things. As Nick DiPaolo. Here's a question for you. Is it appropriate to have a work spouse? You know, like a, a work wife or so-called work husband where, you know, you have a strong platonic bond with someone outside your home but without the romance. But some of the same kind of things that you encounter in a marriage, you know, you get annoyed with each other on occasion, you get a little frustrated with each other on occasion, maybe you finish each other's sentences on occasion, you know. Yeah, you have a lot of the same dynamics that a married couple Correct. does. Certainly the same familiarity. Right. I think yes. I think it's a helpful way to work together and cope through certain days you don't want to be at work. Especially this job. I mean, we're all very close here. We share a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I don't I don't see it as like a platonic spousal situation so much as I see it as as sibling dynamics. Like to me, you guys are like brother and sisters. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. And we certainly bicker like brothers and sisters sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we also have each other's backs, yeah. like family. Also, that's, yes, like we can talk smack about each other, but nobody else can talk smack about that person. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's exactly like my sister. I'm like, you know, let me tell you about her. Yeah. But if anybody else talks smack, I'd be like, no, back yeah. off. Yeah, I do get very, you know, we, at least I do, I get defensive of you guys when someone outside of our inner circle might say something that's not so nice or a little backhanded. Is that happening right. a lot, Jeff? <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> are you out there all the time waving swords, fighting off all of these insults that are being just you thrown at us? You can say whatever you want about me. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, 21% of adults say they think it's okay to have a work spouse, while 45% say it is not appropriate. Is there an age demographic there that... And is is it more okay with one? Because I could see like older people who have been in their relationships longer, not being bothered by their spouse having a work spouse. And you would be correct. Yeah. Why is it inappropriate? Are they saying that we're cheating on our real significant other? It's an emotional affair. Well, it's a connection that you don't have. Like, and I also think it might be inappropriate if you take that work relationship home with you and you're just like gushing about each other oh let me tell you what jen did for me today and i think some people might be a little jealous of that connection yeah the 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 issue is you have this sort of exclusivity with this other person outside of our marriage you you hold each other's secrets Mm -hmm. you have this shorthand in the way that you communicate and you have this increasing history Mm -hmm. and the fact that it seems a bit excluding of our real marriage bothers me Mm -hmm. yeah also i see this dynamic happening a lot with like 
not necessarily us, but maybe like CEOs and their assistants, whether they are men or women, because some assistants do everything for CEOs, like order flowers for the wife or the husband or put the dinner reservations together and things Mm -hmm. like, you know, things like that, where I would be like in my relationship, honey, you should be doing that for us, not Jen. Yeah, only 18% of millennials approve of the idea of a work spouse, like the concept of a work spouse and thinking that's okay to call that coworker a work spouse. But to Jen's point, 40% of the boomers say, it's totally fine, relax. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Thank God somebody's handling yeah. that for Some you. That's not me. Like if you've been married 30 or 40 years and your parent has a work friend, it, it may be more of a comfort to you than something threatening. Yeah. yeah. Thank God he's got someone else to bug. So with those same 18, 18% of people say they don't agree with it, if you just called this person that you have a connection with a friend, would it be the same Probably thing? Probably my best coworker buddy. Yeah. So that's not... You think Stepping it's the terminology out. that is troublesome? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking. Like, yeah. Or you could say my my best work ally yeah, as a way to make it less threatening. Yeah. Your work mm-hmm. bestie. Well, like when you yeah. describe, yeah. you know, it's, you know, someone that you finish their sentence and connect with, each, you know, that's just definition of being human. So are you just supposed to sit there and not talk to anybody at your job? I, I think it's what you share with them too, though. Like if you're talking, if you're sharing everything with your work friend, like, that might be a little more serious than, like, if you're telling your work friend or work bestie stuff that you're not telling me, that might be where some people have issues with it. What percentage of people do you think, because we see this all the time, that the person that you work with is not the same person that shows up at the company Christmas party with their spouse? Oh, like 90%. So what percentage of people do you think are being consistent and living in integrity and authenticity that you see them the same when they're at work and they're the same when they've got their boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse with them out Around in here, I would say pretty you think close. it's pretty high? I would I think say there's quite yeah. a few people. The real Tim is what you're going to get out to eat in here. Yes. And I think Well, and Patty we've all been all around three, each other's wives and husbands. And I think stuff. in this group, yes. Yeah. But don't you see it? Oh, it for other folks, for sure. Other folks. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, what I'm thinking about is these people that are getting upset about their spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend having a work wife or work husband. It's like even when they get around this other person, are they seeing what is actually happening in the workplace? Yeah. Oh, maybe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, I could see a spouse feeling threatened because you're getting a version of their spouse that they wish they had. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. My my boyfriend used to be very vocal about that because when I was kind of like postpartum-y um, and like struggling with being a new parent and maybe even into toddler years because I would come to work and he would listen to the show and he would be like, you have so much fun. You are so fun when you're there. And then you come home and you are in the worst mood and you don't enjoy this. And I want that version of you, the at work version of you. And he would get upset about that. And he was vocal about it. But I'm like, it's not the same stresses at work. That's where I go to have fun and have a good time. Here, I'm doing all the things and being all these different people. And it's so overwhelming that it's making me anxious. And I am not always in a good mood. But at work, I'm not changing diapers. I'm not stressed out about somebody not going poop on the potty. I'm not cleaning everything. I'm, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like there are two different versions of me. 
Yeah, I'm not going to say that Jen Jordan broke up my marriage. <laughs> but, Which one? <laughs> but I will say that one of my ex-spouses didn't really get our relationship. Felt that, you know, and it, it might have been that she felt a little bit threatened by the fact that my history with Jen extended beyond my history with my ex. And so she felt like she was a little behind. Like, well, what else, what else have you guys gone through together or experienced together? Or what else does she have on you? <laughs> Everything. Where are those was, bodies buried? And, and, I mean, Jen and I will both tell you there was never any reason for her to feel threatened. But I could see that, you know, and I once or twice I think Jen has jokingly made the comment well, you know, I'm the longest-term relationship <laughs> Jeff has ever had. Which is great. Which is funny. Yeah. yeah. It's because comment, it's true. Right? <laughs> but I can see how that would bother someone. Sure. Why? I don't think that, I don't know. I don't feel like they know you as well, well as they think if, they do. If you have other issues in the relationship, yeah. things yes. like that will bother you. Sure. I can see being left out of that. When when I dated my boyfriend, he had this core group of friends that all had known each other since the eighth grade. So when they would get together and I didn't know anybody they were talking about, I didn't know any of their inside jokes. They would t- talk about people named, you know, Jeff. I'm like, I don't know any of these people. And I felt very left out all the time. Yeah. Even now they'll share old stories and I just kind of take my place myself to a different place because I'm like, oh, I still don't know these people. Right. And they try to include you, but it's just not the same as being in in this situation. Now, I have witnessed, I know we get other stuff to get to, but let me just add this. I've witnessed situations where a, a, a married couple, they're, they're having issues right. at home. Yeah. And he is definitely got something for his so-called work wife. Oh. And they justify this emotional affair by disguising it as a work spouse situation. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So there are situations where it's not sure. healthy. It's not, not good. No, no, yeah. for sure. And it got so bad that he had to leave the company. Like, they, they moved away, moved out of the area. Wow, to get away from her? Right. Wow. And that was the end of the friendship. And it's too bad because, like, she was friends with the spouse, too, but nowhere near on the level. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Right. And I don't think anything physical ever happened. But there was chemistry there. But there was, it. it you could argue that it was a so-called emotional, emotional affair where it felt like a betrayal. Yeah. In a way, even though nothing physical ever happened. Hmm. Hmm. 743, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, Madison is looking for a second date update with Claire, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Madison. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing great. So how'd you meet Claire? Let's start there. Sure. Um, we, I met her at a party, actually, and um, I thought we hit it off right away. We talked the entire time, and we were both like, you know, wow, this is interesting. But I've just had such a tough time dating the last six months, and I feel like I finally met someone that I really like. And we had such an amazing time together, and she's not returning any of my calls, and I just feel lost. 
lost and confused. Like, what the heck is going on here? Yeah. Now, did you ever have an official date with her, or is this just from the one encounter you had with her at the party? Yeah, so basically, I would have spent the whole night with her, but I had to go to a bachelorette party, and then we did make plans to go out later that week. So we went on one date, one real date, and um, it was fun. We went to a smash room at Full Throttle, and we just smashed some stuff. It was awesome. Now I've heard about those. Those those are like rooms to get the stress out, right? Kind of like oh, office yeah. space with yeah, the metal exactly. pipe, and you're just smashing the fax machine or whatever. God, that sounds like fun. It was fun. And, like, we both talked about, you know, how frustrated we get in the world and, like, just let it all out. Like, we... We're yelling and screaming and just had such <laughs> a good time. Okay. Yelling and screaming and cussing. Yeah. And uh, after that, we went for some drinks. We both got a little, you know, drunk and mm-hmm. uh, ended up back at my place. She did stay the night and everything was really good. Seemed really good. And when she left the next morning, I kissed her goodbye. I told her. I'd call her later, like everything was normal. And she was like, great. And so I've called and I've texted and I haven't heard anything back. So Hmm. I'm really confused and I'm really hoping you can get a hold of her to help me make sense of this because it just doesn't. Okay. So would you say that there are, and maybe you haven't picked up on this yet, but Despite the chemistry and everything you two seem to have in common and your mutual attraction for each other, are there are there any major fundamental differences that you can think of off the top of your head that might potentially be construed as a problem later? I mean, not that I can remember. So no, nothing, no nothing major. Nothing that would warrant uh, her not calling me back. Like it was, you know, it was one day we had a blast together. Like I, I, I don't know. Nothing slipped out when you were smashing stuff. Yeah, that might have been a I little. Mean, if it did, I don't remember. I, I don't. Sure. I don't think so. Yeah, I had a relationship a million years ago that barely got off the ground because it, as it turned out, I wasn't Jewish. I didn't know at the time that was the issue. All I knew is that I had just been ghosted. And it was very troubling to me because this sudden silence just sort of flew in the face of all of my previous experiences with her. And it wasn't until I pestered her enough to say, what is going on? And what And then mess it with your mind because you're like, what's wrong with me? Because if you have no idea, what you did. Yeah. Yeah, you question yourself on every level. Right. And it was all because she needed to be with a man of Jewish well, faith. You know, that one that one seems so simple to say. I, you know, I really like you, but this is going to be an issue. And what argument do you have for that other than maybe maybe she was afraid that you'd say you were willing to to convert. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> But there was that, and she was getting pressure from her parents, I think, on that front because Mm. they were pretty devout. So anyway, it is what it is, and that was that. And I'm not suggesting that that's what happened here, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just, you know, oh, wow, I really like this person. Too bad they're not blank. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Other than that, though, no awkward moments or awkward silences or pauses that you can recall that might take you back to a moment where things might have gone off the rails. I mean, like I said, not that I can recall okay why don't we do this we'll take a break and when we come back we'll call claire and let's just chat as second date update continues next with jeff and jen cincinnati's q102 
Okay, fun story. Madison met Claire at a party, and it was one of those moments where, I don't know if you've ever been to a party and, and you met someone who you just instantly clicked with. Even if it wasn't necessarily romantic, you were just like, wow, this is my person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what they did. In fact, they would have hung out the rest of the night, but she had to move on and go to a bachelorette party. Otherwise, she would have spent the whole night with her if she could. That said, they did make a subsequent date to go to a smash room and release <laughs> some of their inner rage, get out some of those aggressions, and drinks followed after that, and then uh, went back to Madison's place and spent the night. Next morning comes around. She's like, I'll call you. Claris is great. Madison calls her. No response. And Madison, you haven't thought of anything since we took the break that we should know before we call no. Claire. No, I'm really eager to hear what she has to say. So, cool. All right, let's call Claire. Hello. Hi, Claire. This is she. Ask who's calling. Yes, Claire. It's Jeff, along with Jen and Tim from Q102. How are you this morning? Jeff and Jen? Yes, we do the radio show, morning radio show on Q102, and we got you on speakerphone. How you doing? Did she call you for a second date update? <laughs> <laughs> who's she specifically? Oh, wow. I want to make sure we're talking about the right okay. person. It's obviously Madison. It's obviously Madison. Yeah, she sounds nice enough. Yeah, she's nice, and I think she may have a tough time finding a partner with the big life plan she has made for herself and whoever she ends up with. <laughs> oh, we didn't hear about the life yeah. plan. What? Tell us about the life plan. Yeah, you know, it's a real bummer because I was really into her, and over drinks, we were talking about what we both wanted out of life, and... You know, like marriage and kids, career, house, all that stuff. And we seem pretty aligned with all of that. I don't know, marriage and kids was a definite yes for both of us. And that was super cool. Um, but yeah, we, we ended up back at her place and after everything and we were laying there. And she said that she really wants me to meet her friend, Ray. And okay, and she was telling me that Ray is the greatest guy in the world, and they've been friends since they were kids, and she wants Ray to father her children, and he's her only choice. <laughs> but there's an issue with that. Like, she can't have kids, so whoever she marries will have to carry the child, and she has no interest in any kind of in vitro, like, doesn't like the process and doesn't want to spend that money. So her, her plan is for Ray to hook up with her wife and do it the natural way. And she's just telling me this all so matter-of-factly, like it's no big deal, and I'd automatically agree to this arrangement that she invented. And <laughs> to make it even more interesting, Ray is very gay, and the thought of sleeping with a woman is so repulsive to him, but he's totally willing to do this for her. Now that's a good friend. <laughs> I mean, that's a friend who's got your back. And a friend who understands... Money. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, but she was like, yeah, I was just can't wait to go for it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't know. I I didn't even know what to say. I mean, it's a lot of info on date one. Yeah. And she's just kind of telling you all of this just like real matter-of-factly, like this is an everyday conversation, and obviously it would be something that you would be okay with. Yeah, exactly. 
we're just laying there, like, had, like, a cute first date, went back to her place, like, super hot, laying there, chit-chatting, and I'm like, oh, wow, okay, you have this all figured out. <laughs> well, you may as well float it out there now. Did she, did she show you a picture of Ray? Do you have any idea what your children are going to look like? <laughs> That's a really good question. No, we did. We didn't get there. Luckily, the phones were not in the bedroom. But... Didn't make it that far. Wow. Well, I got to tell you, I've had this conversation with Chris, uh, and it was mostly joking, you know, and a sort of a Tim sort of maybe I had a couple glasses of wine ranty. And you, you guys have been talking on and off about having kids forever. We have for like 10 years. Uh, I said, hey, why don't we just, you know, we've had all these women in our life offer up their <laughs> services, their eggs, all of these things. Good friends, all women you, you know? would love to have. Yeah, most some yeah. are no's, uh, but most but are a yeses. Of good ones. Yeah. And I was like, come on, Chris, we could just, you know. Throw some bourbons back, you know, <laughs> do it old school, save some time, save some money, uh-huh. you know, and just get it done. Yeah. And he's absolutely like, we are no way in hell could we ever do that. Yeah. And, you know, and mo- like I said, most of, most of me is joking, but there's a part of me that would go, well, if we really want to do this. It, that it kind of makes sense. You know? Yeah. We got, we got the work parts. If we got her and we got me or Chris or whoever. Yeah. You know? Why do we need to go spend a hundred grand on all of these other things? Yeah, when we got all the parts, we know how it works. Yeah, I try to think it was back when Jeff Lewis, the flipping out guy, was still married to Gage, and they hired a surrogate. But when it came to making their contributions, they had no idea who's. Well, that's another thing. Is Chris is like people are gonna say whose kid is it? And I'm like, no, they're not, and they shouldn't. That's inappropriate. It is inappropriate. But when the kid comes out and it's got giant jowls, <laughs> it's gonna be Tim. That's gonna be Tim's. The daddy if it comes out and it's got giant eyes and big smiley teeth uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a chris you think kid. it'll be obvious it's, no one's gonna the there's no life. one's gonna need to question that yeah but okay. yeah I, I get i i get what you're saying it's a lot of information up front and it's not for everybody i don't think everyone could kind of get behind that yeah but it also kind yeah, of makes sense assuming that your partner like this is some, you know, a plan that she invented, but it's just like it's a lot to put on the other person sure. to carry the child to, like, you know, to sleep with the guy. The, I've never met this dude. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, Claire, as you know, we have Madison on the other line, and Madison, it really boils down to like when is the right time to bring it up? <laughs> Do you want to just save yourself the time and the heart wrenching commitment, only to find out later the person's not on board, or do you just get it out of the way now? I mean, you guys asked me like what I thought happened, and this didn't even cross my mind. Like it just came up, and I mean, Ray would be good. Like. He loves sex, so, you know, once he's in the situation, he'd be fine. It's a few minutes. What is the big deal? Like, five minutes out of your day for a lifetime of love and joy. He's a great guy. You just need to meet him. And I feel like when you know someone and you know their mannerisms, their demeanor, Mm -hmm. how they're built, you know, in multiple ways, that's kind of important, right, compared to... Getting some unknown persons, you know, maybe you know they have a uh, an IQ of this, or they look <laughs> like that. But but how do they act when they drink brown liquor? How do they reason logical things like uh-huh. all of these things that are bigger than just right a face and a resume? True. Do you think it would be weird though? I, think I mean, this like is insane. 
if this was the route you took, then after she has the baby, just the relationship with her, I mean, or after, you know, after the banging, don't you, do you think it would be a little bit weird or do you think that? I think it would be different for, no. I think everyone would handle that differently. There are uh-huh. some people that it will be a big deal and uh-huh. weird and they'll keep it weird forever. And there's yeah. people that will not think about it the next day. I, I wouldn't call it banging. Like this is totally natural. And, and practical. It's like, why would someone pay tens of thousands of dollars for something you can get for free? I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I couldn't tell. Was it Madison or Claire? I heard one of you say under your breath, this is an insane conversation. <laughs> was, that, was that you, Claire? Yes. I can't believe we're even talking about this. You can't even fathom the scenario. Yeah. It's just so the, the, the predetermined nature of it is just ridiculous to me. Yeah. So, I mean, what would be your plan for having children? You know, I would just figure it out when we get there. Yeah. Like, you, you can't you can't project what your partner is going to be like, what your life plan is going to look like, when you're going to want to have them, how much money you're going to be making, yep. how you're going to feel. Like, this is just all so, like, already set in stone. It doesn't seem like... No wiggle room. Yeah, because who knows? You could be making a million dollars a year, and in vitro would be no big deal. Totally. And I know people who have done that, and that's great. I just, I don't know. I I don't want to have, I want kids, but I don't want to have them soon. I'm not in a place where I'm ready yet. So I don't know know how I want to do it. You may have this big plan of having this family, and then two years down the road, ten years down the road, might realize that it's not in the cards anymore for what all of your friends be parents for whatever reason you know (laughs) change your mind yeah yeah just have to be willing to go with the flow right yeah so aside from that jarring news flash would you ever consider going out with madison again (laughs) or did that just kill it for you and there's no chance no no it's no it's done i can't Well, I'm sorry, Madison. I don't know what to tell you, but I give you credit for putting it out there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, at least I, at least I know, and I am uh, authentically myself. So. Yeah, maybe bring Ray along on the dates just to don't talk idea. about what his you know role is going to be someday in your big grand plan. But mm-hmm. at least when the topic came up, she would already know Ray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Well, Claire, thank you for taking the call. And for having the conversation with us, as insane as it was to you, mm-hmm. and best of luck to both of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. So, if you need a little help with the second date update, we are here for you. Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. First, to check the roads, we got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Hey, Nina. Good morning. Good morning. How's your day going? Uh, not too bad this morning. No, you work? No, I'm off today. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, that's nice yeah. to have a day in the middle of the week. Do you have a work spouse, Nina? Mm, you know what? I probably do. Probably yeah. have a couple of them. A couple of them? <laughs> yeah. Somebody sent an e- a message. Somebody sent a message saying they had a dream that Jen and I got divorced. 
Like, well, you you know we're not married, right? <laughs> but I'll still take half. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. <will. laughs> Me too. No question. Do your kids get support too? <laughs> I know. The children, yeah. Did you leave something for the kids? That's funny. You uh, get a trust. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to try to win you a thousand bucks here, Nina. Be nice. Yeah. All right. It'll be 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. The true, the, the one rule is don't repeat any of your answers. But the key to winning is to pass quickly. If you don't have an answer right there at the tip of your tongue, just pass and we'll come back around to it, okay? Pass okay. quickly. All right. So you got the letter C. 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 Yep. C. As in cookie. We love cookie, okay. C as for cookie. Right. So we got 30 seconds on the clock. And I will not start the timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. So here we go with the letter C. Name something you put ketchup on. Corn. Something spicy. Pass. A pill. Pass. A juice. Pass. A city. Uh, Cincinnati. Something square. A cat. Something blue. Car. A shoe brand. Cardigan. Something you cut. Carrots. Something famous. Somebody famous. Carrie Wilson. Something spicy. <laughs> You're, you are just making things I up. I'm I know. Like, I love how she's making things up. Making things up. Uh, what, what was number three? A drug or a something? Pill. Or a pill. I went Cipro. Right. Selexa. Selexa, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? No. Yeah. Yep. A, a juice. Carrot juice. Carrot. Yeah. Celery. Cincinnati was good. Yeah. Celery was good. Yeah. A square cat. You know, if you cut Gracie just right, she could probably look like a square. Or it could be like describing, yeah, their little square. Like their face is like square maybe too. Oh, yeah. Or what if you had like a uh, like a square cat figurine? I, I don't know. I would have I, I would have fought for you. Uh, uh, shoe brand, Converse. 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 Yep. Yep, that was All right. Well. Oh, well, it was fun. It was fun. Jen's on Amazon looking for cardigan shoes. I am cardigan <laughs> shoes. <laughs> you have a great day, Nina. You too. Happy Easter. You have you a good day. Easter, Take care. you too. You. Take it easy. Uh, let's see. How about this food mashup? Uh, if you're willing to put ketchup on corn, how about this? Campbell's is teaming up with the makers of Frank's Red Hot and will start selling spicy SpaghettiOs. So, normal SpaghettiOs with hot sauce mixed in. I remember being a child and asking, why don't we ever get SpaghettiOs? And my mom finally said, fine, I'll get them for you, but you're not going to love them. And then I remember going, this is just ketchup and noodles. Yeah. Yeah. So, is is this like a spicy version? Is it? Yeah, and it's targeted not to kids, but adults. So, it's just like SpaghettiOs is, is, is a food that was targeted to kids. They would always run the commercials <laughs> mm-hmm. during the weekend cartoons and... They always had kids in the commercials. We weren't allowed to eat them because there was, like, no nutritional value. Mm-hmm. Like, and, Same. And My mother would, wouldn't yeah. let us either. And we'd be like, well, what about the meatballs? And then it was like, if you think that's meatballs, you got another thing <laughs> coming. No, we had them once. So my mother's sister, my aunt, Gloria, she did give her kids spaghetti. So we always loved going to Aunt Gloria's house because sure. she had the sugary cereals. She had the fun SpaghettiOs. Macaroni and cheese. My mother never made the Kraft macaroni and cheese, but the but Sherry Beam did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I never understood why my mother was okay with Kraft macaroni and cheese, but she was not okay with SpaghettiOs. There are I, a lot of... Just doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
But uh, this spicy SpaghettiOs is targeted specifically at millennials who grew up eating SpaghettiOs, but now have a more sophisticated palate. I mean, I think about SpaghettiOs and the sight, the smell, and the taste come back really quickly. And Mm -hmm. I'm just stunned that I ever ate it. Oh, I Mm -hmm. love them. Oh, I I could eat them right now. Oh, Could you really? No oh yeah, way, I dude. would open up that can, I microwave you. it, yeah, and no. I would totally, and, I, and I'd even get the ones with the meatballs. My wow, nephew would eat meatballs it cold. in a can. Like that. Oh, I couldn't eat it cold. Yeah, Zach can just peel the top back and, and just, just take go. it right to spoon to head. Yep. Wow. Eesh. According to the press release, millennials buy over a third of all the spaghettios sold each year. Almost half of adults 35 and under who still eat them say they have canned pasta at least once a week. Wow. Canned pasta. It's so easy to make not canned pasta. So it's cheaper. And it's also like. To make real pasta. Better. God. But it's like, yeah, I love Jets or La Rosa's pizza, but I also like occasionally getting a store-bought frozen pizza. (laughs) Yes. They're different. Oh, like yeah. they're to- totally different food groups to me. Yeah. Oh, totally. True. Also, make your own pizza. We That's do that every Valentine's fun. Day, and we always have this stuff at our house to like make your own pizza because it's just easy and fun and kind of like an activity as well as a food. I mean, I grew up eating so many Tombstone pizzas that there is. Oh, Tombstone. Yeah. There, there are memories connected to that yeah, one for sure. There's something about that sausage. There is. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the, the DiGiorno, is mm. that the brand? Those are good. Those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. And they mm. make the frozen Chicago deep dishes too. Yeah, but they're too bready for me. I like the cheaper, even the store brand, like the, the Kroger. The Kroger ones are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the basic Kroger pizza is yeah. really good or just like a simple Tony's pizza. Nothing really fancy. Uh, the spicy version of SpaghettiOs hit store shelves nationwide this month. And speaking of spice, Heinz just announced a new line of spicy ketchups in three flavors. Chipotle, jalapeno, and habanero. They've also got a new spicy version of their Heinz 57 steak sauce, Tim. Oh, that's so fine. They're grilling out this summer. There's a time and place. I like steak sauce. I put like it on a anything. good uh, like Heinz 57 on a meatloaf sandwich. I meatloaf, Steak potatoes. sauce is good on like the tougher meats or the leaner meats, like the sirloins, I feel like. I even like it like just dip my potatoes in it or something. Yeah. A little zingy. Mm-hmm. You know how everyone has a story about leaving something in a pocket while doing laundry? Oh, yeah. And it never turns out well? No. I mean, even if you just leave tissues... Yep. Oh, that's the worst. Makes You'll never get that out. Also, a chapstick. That's oh, the worst. Yeah, that's not good. Because it's oil-based. Yep. Mm. Oh, forget That's it. a problem. But these incidents are not life-threatening. You know, they're... They're just a pain in the butt to clean right. up. That said, there's a video making the rounds online where someone is seen leaving a laundromat seconds before an explosion... And a dryer engulfed in flames. And it created a force so strong that the windows of the place were blown out. Wow. So it's it's possible that if someone had been inside, they would have been seriously injured or even killed. But thankfully, it sounds like no one was hurt. This happened in Spain. And reports say that the fire was caused by someone leaving their lighter inside a pant pocket. Mm. Wow. God, I probably Can't do did that. that back when I smoked. 
Yeah, that alone probably was not enough to cause the explosion. You know, there might have been something wrong with the dryer or the lighter or both that caused the fire, but just, you know, the right... Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, I know, right circumstance I know I at the did. wrong time. I know I left lighters in pockets because I can remember pulling them out of the dryer going, oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Or, I, I didn't know that was in there. Oh, Yeah. And then stunned when it did. But that's like when you see someone on their cell phone by a gas pump and they <sighs> have those stickers that say. Do not use your phone. Don't use a phone near the gas pump. Yep. Or Reason See, being, I guess, doing you know, it all the time. Yeah, I mean, they're concerned about a spark or something. Yep. Also, smoking in, in your battery. car while someone else, like when you're at the gas station and someone else is pumping the gas and someone is smoking in the passenger seat or in the car. Mm-hmm. I I'm witnessed like, it what in is fl- happening? Oh, yeah. right, right across the street from the hotel we stayed at in Florida. Yeah. Oh. There's a shell station and we go to gas up as we're leaving and a guy and his family are in a pickup truck and He's sitting there just smoking. He's got his arm hanging out the Ugh, window. See? I just can't. Ah. Have you ever said anything or to anybody when they're doing it or come close? Or oh, I just, just got just, the hell out of it. Yeah, I just go. Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, a Massachusetts five-year-old was playing games on her mom's phone when she decided to rack up a bill over $3,000 oh, on Amazon. <laughs> what did what'd she buy? buy? Did she get anything really good? Uh, here's the mom, Jessica, and her daughter explaining (laughs) what happened and what was bought. I'll let them tell you. She ordered five pink motorcycles, five blue motorcycles, ten pairs of cowgirl boots, and a Jeep. He just pressed all buttons. It wasn't fraudulent. It was just this one. The bikes and the Jeep came out to about $3,180. The boots alone were about $600. Wow. She's got good taste. Ten pairs of cowboy boots. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Funny. Kids are wow. funny, man. You're my kid sneaks stuff into the cart all the time when I take her grocery shopping. Wait, so you're not looking? And- or no, I think she just thinks like, oh, she'll let me have this. Or Mom's whatever shopping, I'm shopping. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing with that? <laughs> Yo- Trix yogurt. No. or No. Yeah. You know, she just puts like items in there. Lots of different things. I wonder at what age kids really grasp the concept of money. Because I know when my mom would say to me, you know, I'd want something. Well, we can't, we can't afford that right now. We can't spend the money. And I would just kind of be like, Mom, yeah, go to Kroger because that's where she would always cash checks. Yeah. You, we don't have money? Well, just go to Kroger and get some. Yes. And My I- dad tells <laughs> that story, too, about how we can afford something. And we told him, just go to that box over there and put the card in, <laughs> you know, like ATM. That's just you, just that get the money. Free money. Just get that money. Yeah, Jen and I had the exact same experience because for me, it wasn't Kroger. It was the bank. Yeah. You know, because whenever my parents were low on cash, what do they do? They they would go to the bank. This this was before ATMs. And they yeah. would get money. Yeah. They're like, ah, so when you run out of money. You go to the bank. You go to a bank and get more. <laughs> and now you have money. Right. Why is this so hard, We Mom? don't have any money. Well, then let's go to the bank. <laughs> Duh. What's wrong with you people? But I wonder at what age, you know, you really, uh, some would argue I still don't get it. But when you actually figure that out, you know. Like that work, like your parents go to work to make money to be able to support our life. Mm-hmm. Like, when does that connection yeah. all get made? Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was later because I thought they went to work because it was fun. Yeah. Because that's what grown ups did for fun. Yeah. 
And I was jealous that I couldn't drive a car. And go to work. And go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and now where you like, boy, was I dumb. <laughs> no, they would take me to school. Yeah. And on the way to school, they'd have the radio on. And we'd be listening to a show kind of sort of similar like this where mm-hmm. you had people. It was a little more newsy. You know, they were talking about like they were doing news, sports and weather and, mm-hmm. you know, not as much like lifestyle, entertainment or relationship stuff that we do here. But, you know, it just sounded but they laughed and joked a lot. And they just seemed to genuinely have a lot of fun with each other. And I'm like, I want to do what they're doing. That's 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 the job I want. Mm hmm. Again, because it didn't seem like work. And you know what? I was right. It's not, really. (laughs) Thank God. But isn't that the case for anybody who's doing something that they enjoy doing? Yeah. It doesn't feel like work. I mean, isn't that the ultimate goal for your job to not feel like work? That's what you hope. I heard my daughter last night. So when she goes to bed, like I get her ready for bed and then Scott takes her to a room, helps her brush her teeth just to make sure she's getting all the right places. And I heard her last night telling him, but daddy, you don't understand. If I work at Skyline when I'm older, you get free conies. <laughs> like convincing him of like, this is what is going to That's what happen. her life goal is. <laughs> yeah. Well, earlier this year, and it's, and, and, and like, she's all about like our local places. Like she loves going to UDF. She loves going to Skyline. She loves going to Flubs. Because earlier on like career day of this year, she said she wanted to work at UDF as an ice cream worker. She wanted to like make Sundays and Solid. Stuff. And now she wants to work at Skyline so she can make conies, you know? Life goals, make that man. money. <laughs> trying to think what my dream job was. When I was at five, I want, I just wanted to be a, probably a Broadway, sing and dance for people. <laughs> That's yeah. all I wanted to do. Yeah. Or go on Hee Haw. <laughs> that would be hee-haw. awesome. I love Hee Haw. Yeah. I mean, did you ever, like, were you that kid that was watching a show on TV and just thinking, man... Fame. I would love to do that. I'd love oh, yeah. to be on the Hee Haw show. I'd love to be on Hee Haw. I remember the TV show Fame. It was on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock. That, I wanted to go to that school. You want to live forever. I did. Where, oh, where are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? Looking for my Kroger copy. <laughs> I searched the world over and thought I found true love. You met another, and you was gone. <laughs> All right. Beginning. Here we go. <laughs> I like your range. You got a good tone. Like that? Yeah. 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 Lots right. of practice. Final look at traffic in the morning, unless something breaks between now and this afternoon. Denise, what do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.